record it coast to coast to wherever you're listening to this right now. This is the Low End Marauders Podcast. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Low End Marauders Podcast. We thank y'all for uh, listening to us once again. Uh, I go by the name of Nick. Uh, this episode, we're joined by uh, Jared. What's happening, Jared? What's good? What's good? You all right? Yeah, doing good. Doing good. Um, got a lot to get into. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the revival of Yo! MTV Raps on Paramount+. Plus. If you haven't uh, checked that out with classic and current episodes. We're going to talk about the BET Award nominations. We'll give our picks, and um, Lil Nas X got something to say about that, too. Um, and also, before we begin, uh, apologies to the listeners. Uh, if my voice sounds a little bit um, different than normal episodes, just know that I'm, I'm not feeling too good and that I'm currently beating, um, beating this uh, COVID shit that's going on since I caught it. But um, just know I'm doing all right. Um, and um and all is well with me, but uh, let's go ahead and let's keep it going with um, a lot of a lot of old school versus uh, new school shit going on. Um, while while uh, um, I'll reiterate, while I'll rephrase it to a lot of old school rappers talking about new school and vice versa. Um, <clears throat> With what's going on is uh, we'll start with a uh, good old Soldier Boy since we haven't talked about him in a while. Um, Soldier Boy uh, had a lot to say, um, but one thing about Soldier Boy, he is always willing to say what's on his mind, whether you like it or not. <clears throat> uh, he's basically calling out of he's basically calling out uh, a lot of the OG rappers and saying um, that they quote unquote fail the young the younger generation I'm guessing of new rappers <clears throat> by saying um, quote all the OGs you supposed to be kicking knowledge y'all supposed to be kicking game to the young niggas so they really running up a bankroll and that's the problem I was trying to tell you bro like niggas looking back and be like where did this nigga go wrong or what happened I'm like Y'all not kicking back no knowledge to the young niggas, unquote. Um, and he basically said that uh, through Instagram, um, but it's also, you know, not the first time he's made his, um, he's, he's uh, voiced his thoughts on things like this too. Um, but I'll ask you this, Jared, do you think the older generation should help the new uh, generation of rappers out? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. One thing about it, if you have jewels to drop, then drop them. Like I don't, I don't like people who have knowledge but don't want to give the youth any knowledge because they're gonna run it. They're gonna run into some hiccups just like the older generation did. So I feel like you should give them game and and just teach them from you know right from wrong and for making mistakes because even when it even if it comes down to bullshit contracts or just how shady the industry is i feel like you could avoid you could save a lot of money 
just avoiding a lot of shit, you know, if you learn what to do, you know what I mean? It's, it's knowledge. Like, I feel that because I feel like maybe I think the generation had, you know, the generation prior to now, like, I think it was just a lot of, oh, man. It's, it might be just a lot of hate going on because it's a lot more money in the industry now versus what it was. You got to think, it wasn't cool to be a rapper in the 90s. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the, the rappers wanted to be the street dudes. Now the street dudes wanted to be the rappers. So, and I think a lot of the older generation was like, Hating is like, man, he ain't got no talent, or maybe because he got more money than how it was. Like, I know back in the Nas, Biggie, Pac era, they was getting more money than Rakim and them <laughs> back in the 80s. Like, so I just feel like they probably was, um, they probably, some of them though, some of them probably was hating. Like, no, everybody give him no game. I'm better than him. This generation don't know nothing. Like you know, what I mean, that, every generation says that about the next generation, of course. Yeah. And for Soldier Boy's comments, that's probably how you feel. It's probably a lot of them feel that way. But Soldier Boy is the only one that really spoke out about it. That's not the first time he really spoke out about it because if you think about 2007, he the one that challenged Nas that said, "No, hip hop ain't dead." When Nas was saying hip hop was dead, Soldier Boy was like, no, it ain't. <laughs> we here. It's the ringtone era. <laughs> it's the gimmick rap era. So I believe, yeah, I believe the, the older generation should give game. Like how exactly how, you know, Gilly and Wallow do it on their show, exactly how Nori does on his show, exactly how Jay Z set on 444. We're just giving game about you know, just teaching the youth like yo, you can you have the power to do a lot now. They didn't have social media back then. You get the you got the platform to just to just prosper and gain leverage with these contracts. But I mean, I always respect the the OGs that you know they give up game. You know just. Just cause, man, like, cause a lot of them probably didn't give them games, so they were just, was just like, I don't know, a lot of people, a lot of them was jealous too. Mm-hmm. It's a different area. Like, a lot of them feel like, oh man, this should be me. I should still be on top. You know what I mean? Some people still, I don't know. Some 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 artists still feel entitlement, but I don't know. How you feel about it? Um, I think they should, but I kind of feel like with the older generation, they're kind of just like, well, we'll just let them figure it out like we did back in the day. Because I remember with them, uh, with the older uh, MCs coming out and, you know, getting their first start, they really didn't have that guidance. They really didn't have, you know, someone to show them okay, you got to do it this way or that way or, or, you know, things like that. So Mm -hmm. uh, with 
him saying that a lot of them should pass that knowledge on. I mean, I I do agree with him on that as well, but um, but I kind of feel like a lot of the older um, well, I'll say this: I'll kind of feel like a lot of the newer generation, even if you know the older uh, MCs were to pass that knowledge on to them, some of them probably uh, wouldn't take that take that knowledge and use it and apply it or they'll probably just let it go through one ear and uh through one ear and out the other because you know some people yeah some people want to listen some people just don't so i mean i i totally get that you know um for for the older rappers who's been here uh for quite some time uh they should you know uh they should, you know, pass that knowledge on to them, pass, you know, what they can do to, you know, um, make their banks bigger, um, you know, whatever, you know, comes easier to get that paycheck to, you know, um, you know, keep them out of trouble and things like that. I feel like, uh, yeah, they should at least help them out. But I kind of feel like, uh also with the older rappers, it's just like, you know, you got to figure it out yourself like I did. I didn't have um, uh, I didn't have the Internet back then. I didn't have, you know, uh, YouTube or or um, DatPiv or, you know, uh, things like that to, you know, upload a mixtape uh, back then. Because uh, with them, they had to, you know, try to find the address for a record label. <laughs> Uh, recorded on a uh, cassette or CD and then just ship it or um, in later times, you know, just play, play their own music, sell it out of uh, sell it out of the back of a trunk or out of the cars. I mean, I mean, I remember that's what Nipsey did, um, you know, God rest him uh, to, you know, uh, to, you know, uh, get to that next level of superstardom. So so I definitely think, you know, uh, a lot of a lot of the older rappers should, but I think they aren't going to help them because some kind of think that it's, you know, if they were to tell them that, uh, like I said, it goes through one ear and out the other or some just uh, or some probably will take the knowledge in, um, you know, they could do something with it or um, some will probably use the knowledge and it'll probably fail them. So I definitely think um, the older generation should help them out, but I think they should just help out the ones who want to, you know, be helped. You know, it's, it's kind of like that saying, you, uh, you can't help somebody who don't, who don't want to be saved. So, you know, I, I yeah. feel like, you know, I kind of feel like, you know, for the older uh, rappers who who's been here long enough, you know, at least help these guys out, you know, uh, give them advice, tell them what they can and can't do. But uh, like I said, some will listen to it. Others won't. So I think it just depends on the person and it depends on what they're going to do with that uh, that information, too. So but. I, I definitely think Soldier Soldier's right. He should, um, you know, get these OGs to help him out. Ain't nothing. I mean, and ain't nothing wrong with asking for help either. It really ain't. We all need help every now and then. 
Yeah, we do. Yeah. But um but yeah, I think um at least uh if if not, then I feel like at least Soldier, uh who's been in the um who's been in the business for a while, at least, you know, should start mentoring some of these up and coming rappers that are coming out too. I mean, why rely on um you know the veterans who's been in the game for 20 25 30 years when you know he can pass that knowledge on to uh himself since he was the one who's been around uh like around the myspace days the 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 beginning of facebook and all that too so he can you know pass that knowledge on to them so hopefully um he should be able to do that too you know tell them where they can you know what's the best place to upload uh, you know, his, um, you know, how he got put on, uh, how he uh, follow and set his own trends and all that, too. So I kind of feel like that's something he he should be uh, helping them out as well. But um, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens with it. But I think that's something uh, he he should he should pass on to, you know, these new rappers that are coming out. So hopefully he can, but we'll see. We shall see. You gotta, uh, you gotta also think too. Like hip hop is young, so mm-hmm. back then they were just trying to figure it out. They didn't have nobody because they nobody really know no contracts and shit like that. Man, they all had fucked up deals back then. So I don't even think they even had knowledge to, at that time. It was still um, a new growing thing. Hip hop is the youngest genre, so but so it's like they didn't. They might have been jealous that they got more knowledge. You know, they probably feel like they Well, I was nicer than him. Y'all generation don't work as hard as we did. Granted, they might not. Mm-hmm. You can. You don't even have to have. You don't even have to have like a the best song, but if you have the best personality, you gonna go far. Yeah. Look at Jack Harlow. Right. I I tried. I'll, I'll be honest. I tried. I just couldn't get into it. I tried with um. What I think it was uh, "Come Home" the uh, or something, whatever the album was called. Whatever. I tried that. Yeah. The I Drake tried. Inspired title. Yeah, I, I tried. I tried, Jack. I'm sorry, but I just couldn't get into it. It just, bro. It's like it's like a great value Drake, bro. <laughs> he just did. It just don't sound. It's he's trying too hard to be. I don't believe nothing he says, bro. I kind of feel like, uh, you know, just just sticking, stay in your own lane. Don't just don't try to, you know. What it. is his lane? What is his lane? That is a good question. <laughs> that is a very good question. If you, once you, if you find out, let me know. Maybe the pop rap lane? The top 40 lane? Maybe. maybe I don't maybe, know. Maybe he's the... Maybe he needs to stick to the what's popping for. Like. Maybe. I gotta go back and listen to some of these punchlines. It just was just so corny. Like, like I feel like him and Logic 
using the using the same notepad or something, bro. Like, and at least uh, at least logic, he's trying, and I'll use that in quotes. He's trying to redeem himself. I mean, he did it with no pressure. He tried to redeem himself, and that was probably his best. Uh, his the best thing I've heard from him since that second album, uh, the incredible true story. Yeah. It wasn't bad, but it, was, got a, it was a lot better thing. than um than the last couple of uh, yeah. The thing is, logic got a classic. Mm-hmm. Still, still good albums. Still good albums. But uh. But yeah, I, I definitely think that's something, um, you know, OGs can help them out. Veterans can help them out. I mean, you can even ask um, or talk to, you know, the retired rappers, see what they got to say. You know, how to, um, you know, how how to, you know, stay in the right lane, uh, you know, not sell out and, and things like that, too. But uh, uh, we'll 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 see. We'll see what happens, um, you know, over time. But, um, but it's not just you know uh, the new generation taking shots at the OGs. Uh, some of the OGs have been taking shots at uh, what's going on with the newer generation as well. Um, legendary producer Pete Rock, um, he had a lot to say about uh, drill rap, especially the Brooklyn drill rap uh, scene out there. Uh, he said in an Instagram post that um, he basically said, uh, quote, good morning, drill rap. That That's trash hop, not hip hop. I've been told y'all about this kind of shit. I don't care. Y'all can call me. Y'all can call me what you want. But that kind of hip hop is due to it disrupts the soul. I told y'all I told y'all that already, man. <laughs> LOL SMH. He also goes on to say nobody speaks up a. Nobody speaks up on this trash, lol. Drill rap, drill rap is not even for the kids or for the streets. It result, it's the result of greed, people with no talent, and the destruction of the culture. Y'all never see the play when it's happening, and everyone complains, but does not speak up and say the word. Now this, this is how we going out. It's on social media, but who's really promoting this? Talk about that, SMH. So, uh, well, my thoughts are, what, well, what are your thoughts on drill rap? Shit, I fucking love it. <laughs> this shit is amazing, bro. That is how they flipping these old songs and, like, like you got the B-Loves, my everything, the Mary J. Blige shit. I just heard, uh, this, the last drill song I heard is, um... The Lobby Boy shit, Jim Jones and Mano, they flip and Fabio, they flip that fucking Rough Riders down bottom into a drill song, bro. I don't know if you heard that, bro. That song, oh my god, that is a I gotta summer. Check that one out. That is a summer anthem. I, I, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Like <sighs> that shit is fire. You know how dope that down bottom drag on juvenile shit was. The horn. <laughs> Wow, that was my shit back in school. Hell yeah. So just a mat, just like yeah, I love drill music, bro. You got the Fabio, you got the 
rest in peace, pop. Like that's that's just where New York is at right now. You know, UK been on that wave, so the fact that New York is on it, like they eating off that shit, bro. It's a lot of a lot of bodies getting dropped, but nonetheless, you know, the the art is there. It's, I just this shit is dope. It, it sounds good. Is 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 hood music you could dance to? Um, get hyped to work out to. Work out to get hyped to. It's good when you're the club. Like I want clubs to do this. I need like at least a good twenty minute drill session, like at least thirty minutes of just drill music, and just have the people hype. Like oh my god, that'd be great. Where Kyle at? Cause you need to goddamn listen to this shit. Cause you need to add that in the set list. Mm-hmm. But nah, I love drill music, man. He just sound like a bare old nigga, and I like Pete Rock. But he just sound like the bitter. He sound like Ice T when he was this is Soldier Boy. Like you just sound, bro. You gotta embrace it. Your era, no one's, no one's doing that. <laughs> like nobody's rapping like that no more. Like you just gotta embrace it. What's just what you gonna do when your kid come home and listen to this shit? Like you, you if you had a son, get to your kid and listen to drill music. That is done. Like it's like you like you have to embrace hip hop. You you don't necessarily gotta like it. He like 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 I said, his it's his opinion. He ain't gotta like this shit. But don't yeah. sit here don't sit here and shit on a youth like that. Don't shit on drip music and people is, you know, feeding their families and shit like taking a yeah, part, even though Go ahead. Uh no, nah, I'm just saying, man, like he it's his opinion, but he you need to check that shit, man. Yeah. You know, he sound like the bitter old nigga. Yeah. Um, yeah, his his comments are basically coming from, um, I guess, uh, the a rise of violence out in Brooklyn, especially, you know, with... Uh, violence is going to happen whether it's drill music or not. <laughs> That's that true. shit going to happen. Music ain't got shit to do with it. If drill music never exists a day in his life, violence is going to continue, bro. Mm -hmm. Drill music ain't got nothing to shit to do with that. Niggas just want smoke, and they're going to they gonna find smoke. Like, they're going to take care of what they're going to take care of. Yeah. What do you think? You think he sound bitter? He sound, don't he sound like the bitter old nigga? Oh, no. I mean, with the comments, uh, with the rise in violence, I mean, uh, it's understandable. But, I mean, with drill music, it, uh, me with drill music itself, I mean, I ain't got a problem with it. I mean, because, uh, I mean, drill music is, is starting to blow up everywhere. You know, with, uh, like you said, with uh, Fabio Foreign, uh, people still playing Pop Smoke's music. Rest in peace to him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... I mean, frankly, I ain't got a problem with it uh, or none of the lyrics in the song. But, you know, I think with Pete, with Pete Rock saying all that, I mean, 
I think it's just him, you know, I think I don't want to say he it's just, you know, the times, but, you know, I, I, that's really my only reason. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's the times, you know, that's what people want to hear. That's what's going to, you know, get people to, you know, buy tickets, uh, buy or, you know, or I was, I was going to say buy CDs, but damn, uh, press play on streaming services. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, you know, and you know, get these uh get these rappers paid. I mean, that's that's what they want, that's what they like. So, you know, yeah. it's so I can't really blame him, you know, with the comments too, because um, you know, if he if he's just calling that out in violence, I mean I get it. But it's yeah, just like on the violence, if he if he's worried about the violence in New York, I get it. But yeah. as far as your taste in the music, though, like you just gotta let them be, let them young boys be who they are, man. Yeah, you just got yeah, you just got to. But you know, it it's 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 wild out here is all I can say. But you know, I don't think drill music is you know a factor in you know violence that's going on, violence in America and things like that too. But, um, you know, I, I'm not going to say he's bitter. I'm not going to say, you know, he, he needs to get with the times. But, you know, if it's what the kids like, it's what the kids like. Exactly. So, you know, it, it, yeah, and it's like you said, times change, you know. Times change, people change, and people just go along with the change. You don't uh, go along with the change, you get left behind. And, you know, even though, you know, I still love some of Pete Rock's productions, uh, you know, working with Nas and CL Smooth uh, way back in the 90s, you know, you just got to get caught up with uh, some of the artists with today. And um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he could probably do something um, with Fabio. I, I could probably see a Pete Rock Fabio 4 joint happening. I don't know about you, but <laughs> I mean, but but uh, but again, I kind of see where he come, he's coming from. But, you know, times change. Uh, you know, you just got to get with the you just got to get with the program is all I can really say. Yeah. Shout so, out to Pete Rock, though. Right. Great. Like I said, that's, yeah, legend. like I said, it's his opinion, man. He can't. Can't be mad at nigga opinion, man. Right. Just don't. I just don't like him shitting on the youth like that. Yeah, I that's true. Like I just don't. I just don't condone. I don't condone shit like that. Especially when you're an OG like that. Like you're supposed to embrace the youth, man. You ain't gotta like the music, but just don't. But it just respect it. You don't gotta speak out on it like that. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's vice versa, you know, with the the new generation talking about, uh, you know, the people that paved the way for them too. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Same shit. Yeah. So, can we all just get along? Damn it. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, anything else you want to add before we talk about uh, the BET Awards? Jared. Yeah. Oh, anything else you want to add uh, before we talk about the BET Awards? 
No, no, no. We can go ahead and move on. Okay. I thought I lost you for a second there. Uh, uh, now that it's June, that basically means that uh, everybody's getting out of school. And uh, one of the main things that a lot of people will be talking about for the summer is uh, the BET Awards. That'll be happening, I believe it is the 28th. The last, well, the last Sunday, the last Sunday of June, we'll say that since we always, uh, we always know that it happens uh, like right before Fourth uh, of July weekend. But anyway, um, with the 2022 BET Awards, um, BET announced the nominees back on the first, and uh, right now um, Doja Cat is basically leading uh, the charge with her nominees uh, with six. Uh, she's nominated for Best Female Hip Hop Artist, Best Female R&B Pop Artist, Album of the Year, uh, BET Her Award for Woman, and Video of the Year and Best Collaboration for Kiss Me More with uh, SZA. Um, but and she's also the only artist to be nominated in both R&B and pop and uh, hip hop categories. So shout out to her uh, with uh, all Doja six Cat. of those uh, nominations. Uh, yeah. And she, Damn. 2022 is becoming a great year for her. Um, it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, right behind her, uh, Drake has four nominations. Um, and then right uh, and right behind Drake, pause is a uh, baby uh, king. <laughs> is baby king, Silk Sonic, hey, Chloe of uh, Chloe and, uh, and Halle, Future, her Jasmine Sel Sullivan, uh, Kanye West, Kendrick Lamar, Lil Baby, uh, Mary J. Blige, each receiving three nominations. Um, yeah, um, I, uh, I got the date right. Uh, it'll air live Sunday, June 26th, uh, over on BET, obviously. Um, let me see huh. if I can find the nominations. But uh, while I find that, um, one person who kind of made his uh, feelings known about the whole uh, BET Awards was uh, Lil Nas X. He oh, basically... Sorry. Yeah, he basically called out uh, the BET Awards through Twitter and basically expressed uh, his frustration of not getting anything by uh, saying, thank you, BET Awards, and outstanding zero nominations again. Black excellence. Damn. God damn. Damn. But, uh, He's funny as fuck, man. Right, petty, petty, like a motherfucker, man. <laughs> god damn, petty as fuck, but goddamn, zero oh, nominations, black excellence. <laughs> oh shit. Um, but wait. Um, before I get into uh, who's who got nominated. I'll ask you this first. Do you think uh, Lil Nas X should have been nominated this year? Yeah, I think so. Hell yeah, especially that song he did with Jack Harlow. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. 
I mean, they, yeah. you got Anderson Pack out here dressed like Ike Turner, accepting awards yeah. and shit. And he's killing that shit. Like, they they killed the Billboard Award performance with Love Train. <laughs> oh, my God. You got you to gotta look that up on YouTube. They performed Love Train. Mm-hmm. They had a choreography for it and everything. Like, they just dope, man. And and it's cool that he added and it's impact to the situation. Just make it that much dope. The innocent pack catalog is crazy itself too. Just the solo stuff too. Just this, I'm talking about, yeah, just the solo like albums is fire. Like so him attached himself with Bruno Mars and his wave and his transition of sound over the years. I think it started with um It started with Treasure. Mm-hmm. I think Treasure, the sound started changing a little bit. And then once he hit the, uh, the, um, the don't believe me, just watch. Oh, yeah. When he, you know, when he stole uh, Trinidad James, yeah. <laughs> Song and flipped it. All right, what Uptown about, uh, yeah. go ahead. Nah, I just, Uptown Funk, I was trying to find what the name of that song was. Oh, that wasn't him. That was uh, Mark Ronson. He's like, I mean, but, but Bruno's on a song, though. I mean, he. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. That's his song still. I mean. All right, um. What about uh, best new artists? You got uh, Baby King, you got Benny the Butcher, you got Blue, Lotto, uh, Mooney Long, and Tim's T E M S. Who you got out of those? You you good? Yeah. Okay. Just heard like a lot of static in the background. Who, who you got for best new artist? Best new artist. Um, what was the category for that? I mean, who was on there? You got Baby King, Benny the Butcher, Blue, Lotto, um. Uh, Mooney Long and Tim's T E M S. Ooh, Tim's been doing his thing. I ain't gonna lie, I've been hearing Tim's name a lot. Like, I gotta check him out. Honestly, that voice, that voice, crazy. Um, it's on a new. He on a new feature song with Drake, and then he, you know, you got the Essence Wiz kid. I need no they, they play that song the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Every time the Bluetooth, I try to connect the Bluetooth to the to the phone, or whatever. With the radio is playing. I don't even know why nobody. For bad enough, you had to hear it on, <laughs> had to hear it on fucking Instagram and TikTok that whole fucking five months. But anyways, damn, I'm gonna go with um. 
I want Benny to get it, but come on, you know Benny ain't gonna get that shit. Yeah. Oh, so I'm gonna just go with. We'll go with Money Long. She dope. I like her. Okay. Cause hours, that song is fire. And that song played out too. Oh <laughs> uh, man. I'm just waiting for them to turn that into a gospel song. <laughs> They're gonna do it, bro. They're gonna we're kinda at Sunday service. I could praise God for hours and hours. <laughs> In hours, I can praise you for hours. But they're gonna do it, bro. <laughs> Watch, they're gonna be like, Yo, Jerry was on to something. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna flip that song, bro. Oh, man. Uh, best new artist. I say they give it to Lotto. She's been blowing up, still blowing up, still, um. Still got the club jumping too with uh, some of those songs, so I'll I'll rock with her. I'll I'll keep it in the theme. I'll keep it with the ladies and say Lotto for best new artist. Okay, so, who 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 I who I who I think who I want to to get it versus who I think who I think they're gonna give it to is two different things. Yeah, they're gonna probably gonna give it to Lotto, but I want Benny to win. Right, he he's still putting in work because Tana Talk Four. Um, that's that's still a good album. I was to see how the fuck he's still best new artist. He been best new artist for fucking four years. <laughs> <laughs> for real, dog. I, I don't know either. That nigga been best new artist since Tana Talk Three. That shit was like twenty seventeen. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I was about to say that was, wasn't that about the. In the 2018, 2019, when we started talking, talking about him, that 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 nigga is pretty much like a third year freshman. <laughs> <laughs> For real, yeah. If not Lotto, I could see it going to uh, Keem. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. With his album. The features on uh, Mr. Morale, uh, I I could see that going. I could see them doing that and giving that uh, that award to Keem. Yeah, he killed it. He killed that skit too. Like, All right, damn, then, uh um, huh. Savior, I think the Savior skit, Savior interlude. Yeah, that was. Uh, and he, he had a lot of. Um, Baby Keem influence in the the Kendrick album. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah, like, kind of yeah. like uh, Kanye Yeezus. You can hear a lot of Travis Scott influence in there. Right, that's true too. Um, oh, this this should be uh, a good one right here. Best male hip hop artist. You got Drake, Future, J. Cole, Jack Harlow, Kanye West, Kendrick, and Lil Baby. Who you got out of those? And that's best what? Best male hip-hop. 
Uh, love, give the little baby. Okay. Yeah. Why are you going on, with uh with him? Nigga been on fire. That nigga been on fire since he started. He done surpassed. He got to the point where he, that nigga done surpassed the Migos. The Migos been out since goddamn 2011. That nigga, that nigga surpassed Migos in two years. And that nigga just learned how to rap. It ain't like he, ain't like he was born a rapper. Like, no, that nigga was like, damn, he changed my life. Let me go ahead and you know figure out how to rap shit go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He just, he just, wherever he just, he just strikes gold every time. He just dope. Didn't he perform uh, last year with Kirk Franklin? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what, what was he, that one called? I, I forgot. He was the first. He was the first performance. Yeah. And it was uh, I think. Callie was there. For, yeah, for some reason. It was uh, yeah, for some. He always in the fucking mix. Um, we win. That's what it's called. It was off okay. the Space Jam, Space Jam soundtrack. Okay. It's a dope song because Just Blaze did the beat, which was interesting. That's what made me say, damn, Blaze still, he's still hungry. He still got it. Like, every now and then he'll come out with some shit. Just like he put a beat, like he made a beat for West Side Gun on the, uh, on the sunshine, on who, who wants the sunshine or whatever that shit called. That album. Nah, I don't mean to, I ain't mean to, uh, the butcher this nigga's album, no point intended. I for, I forgot this nigga album title, but something about some sunshine shit. Like, yeah, so he right. Oh man, I think this one might be the toughest to pick out of the winner. Uh I'm I'm gonna have to say I mean I'll uh well I'll I'll do this. I'll say who I want to win or who I think will win. Um who I want to win, uh probably Kendrick, who I think will win, probably Drake. Since, you know, um Drake's probably I don't want to say the most popular out of all of them in the category, but, you know, um, people, they, well, I don't know anybody still listening to uh, to his last album now, too, because, I mean, even though it, it was all right, uh, looking back on it, but, uh, you know, I, I could see BET giving, giving the award to Drake. I mean, I future, you don't. No, they never give it to Drake. Pause. <laughs> they all nah, bro. That nigga probably ain't even gonna be there, bro. True. 
Now that you, now that I think about it, I don't think Kendrick would probably be there. Cole would probably be there. Drake would probably be there. When the last time you see Drake at a BET award, bro? Shit, before the uh, what? Before, the uh, Twenty what? Before the twenty tens? Exactly. Yeah, when he did the best I ever had with that fucking cardigan on. Yeah. And oh yeah, I down. remember that sitting on and a he, stool because uh, yeah, he, he got that leg tore his uh, ACL or something yeah, like that. Tore his ACL playing basketball. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. With the red, with the red, um, red cardigan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was on. He was trying to be on his eight hundred and eight heartbreak shit. He's such a crazy dick rider. <laughs> 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 nah, that's funny. Yeah, nah, yeah. Since you brought that up, uh, you made you make a good point. Um, all three of them, they're just at that point where they're just like, okay, uh, I'm just too rich to, you know, appear at these award shows now. Uh, especially if I'm not getting anything back from it. Uh, pause. But uh, but uh, hey, yo. But um, I, I also just remember Kendrick going to be on tour um, around the time VT uh, Awards will be going. So I know he won't be there. Um, yeah, yeah Cole, Cole probably won't be there because he probably doesn't care about it. Drake probably saying he too rich to appear. Um, I'll, I'll throw Kanye in that category, too, because he probably he living his life. He probably don't care about the BET Awards either, so that so that just leaves Future, Jack Harlow, and Lil Baby. <laughs> but um, I think they may. Get, I don't even know if Future will pop up uh, at the show too. So I think out of those three, I I may just go uh, with Lil Baby uh, with BET giving him the award. <laughs> you got to because the dancer ain't whack Harlow. Yeah, but then again, now that I think about it, well, when's the last time you saw? Um, and and no disrespect to the uh to the, to our white listeners either. When was the last time you saw a, a person who was white get nominated and win a BET award? Since Eminem, I don't even think Eminem. I don't, I don't think, think Eminem has won a BET award. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't think he, he he's been nominated, but I don't think he's he's won one. No, I think he uh I don't think he, he has. I think he I think he might have got one, bro. I, I, think, I, remember, I think I remember him going on stage that one year when he did I'm not afraid when he did that performance that year. I I think people forgot that he did perform at BT War at one point. When that recovery album dropped, was it yeah. that or was it the hip hop? Yeah. Not a BT, not a BT war. He did. I'm not afraid. He had to be rabbit haircut, the eight mile shit. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, because um, that's when that was around the time he ditched uh, the bleach bond and went with his natural hair color. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and we'll do one more. Uh, best female hip hop. We got Cardi B, Doja Cat, Lotto, Meg Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, and uh, Sweetie. Who you got out of those? Because honestly, I I I don't know why Cardi B is nominated in this category either. Why is she nominated? Exactly. I, I I just don't see the point of of you know nominating her in in a category where she hasn't made music uh, since WAP. She ain't yeah. put out. She uh, she ain't put out anything since. Yeah, she just had one. Think about it. She just had one album. Mm-hmm. And she come out with a single at some point. Yeah, she just put out a like. I don't know. <laughs> She's she chilling. She's just chilling, bro. She get money elsewhere, but she ain't worried about shit. Right. I just seen her at the football field, like, <laughs> like a couple days ago. Doing some shit. I'm getting static on your... <laughs> okay, there you go. You hear me now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, um... Cardi B, like, she, she just getting money elsewhere, bro. It got to the point where I don't even know if she's going to make another project. Right. She might just be, you know, Lauren Hill and this shit, bro. One and done. Right. We might need to do a topic on that, too. Start uh, considering if Cardi B uh, is now one album wonder. Yeah, but I would kill. I don't give a fuck. I would kill. Even though people count that, but no, I want a official solo. I just, I just want three stacks. Just give me one album, bro. Just one. Yeah, just one and done, bro. The Love Below one, that was dope, but that was still the Outkast album. I want that full. Andre 3000 solo. Mm -hmm. But I'm torn between him wanting to rap or do your, you know, eclectic shit. I, 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 like, I really, I, I think I, I enjoy a mixture of both. Oh, but, something know, we, like uh, AT Aliens and something like uh, The Love Below? Yeah. Especially like, like The Love Below, kind of, yeah, yeah. Um, he get he know how to switch styles. He like CeeLo, bro. CeeLo can spit. CeeLo's like CeeLo's probably in my top five best Georgia rapper. Ooh, that's a whole another topic in itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who you got for uh best female hip hop? And who was it again? Say that one more time for the people. Uh, we got Cardi B, Doja Cat, 
Lotto, Megan Thee Stallion, Nikki, and uh, Sweetie. I'm going for Doja Cat, but they probably gonna give it to Lotto. Ooh, damn. I want Doja Cat just to get best rap album, best best rap female rap, just, just female artist, so that she could just, I could just prove my point to niggas mm-hmm. like, yo, she's the real deal. Cause people don't think she got, she just talented as Nicki and them. I'm like, bruh, she can be that, bro. Just give her a chance. Like, look what, look what all she did so far. Right. All them platinum singles and shit, like. And doing a lot more, too. Yeah, she got a challenge made off of her song. Like, she came in the game trolling and then showed her that she really had talent. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, but she, uh, she does. They're going to give it a lot, though. Okay. Uh, and you said Megan's on there, too? Yeah. Oof. I ain't going to lie, bro. They might give it a Megan. Right. Megan getting, mean, getting, getting all the sympathy votes. <laughs> that and uh, she's she's steady uh, pushing out songs too. Yeah, she pushing out content. Uh, what's that? No, nah, you right though. She pushing out content, but I don't know, man. This shit is kind of suspect, bro. Yeah, she because uh, she recently dropped a video for. Um, what was it? Plan B, the song. Yeah. Yeah, she. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That. Yeah. That's the. That's the song. There we go. Plan B. Yeah. Recently dropped. So. Yeah. I, I definitely think. Uh, <laughs> People don't know that's the that's the uh, freaking you remix beat. You don't remember that. The uh, what remix beat? Jodeci, freaking you. Oh, okay. That's the remix with uh, Wu Tang with Raekwon and Ghost. Listen, look that shit up. Okay. Freaking you, Jodeci. Look up freaking you, Jodeci remix with Wu Tang. That that's the same beat. Okay, I gotta. Uh, I'll look that up. They even got a live show of that shit. They even got like a live. Concert that as well when they performed it live. Mm-hmm. I think it was on a. I think it was on Apollo. Dang. Okay. Rick Rayquan came on spitting like stack like the International House of Pancakes. Yeah, he killed that shit. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'll, I'll check that one out too. Um, best female for me. I think this is going to be one of the awards that Doja Cat wins, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, uh, Meg Thee Stallion gets it as well. Uh, because, like I said, um, uh, Megan's been pushing out singles uh, despite this whole. Um, 
Tory Lane's case that's still going on. Um, not, uh, we still haven't heard anything from it. But, um, you know, uh, I can definitely see her getting that. Um, but I'm, I'm going with Doja Cat for the win. I think this is one of, uh, one of those uh, awards that she'll win. But it also caused controversy, too, because a lot of people will probably say, oh, she can't rap. It's, it's an yeah. R&B album and, you know, shit like that, too. So, and I know, keep telling niggas, I'm like, bro, she's an artist, bro. Once you get outside that rapper box, like, pause, you know what I'm saying? Like, once you get outside that and step outside the box of just being labeled a rapper and just labeled an artist, you can do what you want, bro. Mm-hmm. Artists can do what you want. Look at, look at, look at Kanye, man. Kanye did a whole R&B album, and look what he inspired. He inspired Wayne to do Rebirth, a rock and roll album. Look at Machine Gun Kelly, bro. He dropped two rock albums in the past two years. Yeah, even though a lot of the rock fans didn't like it, it I mean, it sold, and I believe it went number one. Yeah, I get it, because, you know, the rock, the people, they, you know, people are entitled to their genre. So when you come from another genre... And do you know what I'm saying? And 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 get good at that. People gonna hate. Just look, look at what they did, Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. Them country niggas hated Old Town Road <laughs> until he got the until he got Mr. Countryman himself as a fucking cosign, Mr. Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> once he got that country nigga, once he got that cosign from him. Nigga, what? Shut up, nigga. I got your, I got the top nigga co-signing my shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, New York don't like this artist. Oh, but Jay Z fuck with it. So what y'all niggas talking about now? Like, <laughs> co-sign me everything, man. Right. It me everything, but it gives you it gives you a different look. Like, oh, especially somebody who's credible. Like, right. Oh man. Um. But yeah, those are just um those those are just a couple um of the categories that we just talked about. Uh, you want a full list? You can. Uh, I'll drop it in the show notes as well. Um. Shit, anything else you want to add before we uh, get on to Yo! MTV Raps? Oh, no, we can go ahead and move on. All right. Uh, Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's talk about uh, Yo! MTV Raps. Um, A lot of people don't know um, what started off as a one-off special back in um, 1988 uh, MTV uh, devoted a uh, a one hour block of music videos um, at the time, which was um, which was hosted on the very first episode by Run DMC, um, and uh, basically Yo MTV Raps was basically just a classic music uh, hip hop music video show with interviews, live performances. Um, 
them going on location, be, them being in studio, um, all this other stuff too, um, for uh, for the channel for seven years until uh, they called it quits back in uh, 1995. But recently, um, it has been resurrected uh, thanks to uh, Wild and Out cast member and uh, battle rapper Conceited and his co-host DJ Diamond Cuts. Uh, shout out to Philly. Um, yeah, at the helm too. Um, I believe new episodes come out every Tuesday on uh, Paramount Plus. Right now, M- uh, classic Yo MTV episodes are are streaming on Paramount Plus. Uh, they sadly aren't in order, but um, uh, I guess they chose fifty of the uh, very best episodes uh, from the seven year run, um, and. Just and um, before and while doing research and watching some of these episodes, they had a lot of great moments on uh, on the show itself. Um, I I don't know how good your memory is, uh, but what are do you uh, have some favorite memories from the show? Hell yeah! When they did that little cipher, the 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 uh, for grand the show finale cipher. Oh, that's a classic one right there. Classic. That's that's up there. That's up there with the fucking Arsenio Hall finale. Mm-hmm. Cipher. Um, what else? Uh, I just, remember just a list of rappers who are on there. Yeah, High bro. And uh, up and coming at the time too. Yeah, dope. Um, one of my favorite episodes is uh. It's the um, where they interview Trial Call Quest. When they're walking down the street. Um, when they interview Tupac, when Tupac was bragging about beating the, the twins' ass. Um, what else? NWA interview. Um, when he interviewed the episode, that's um that's one of the episodes streaming. That's the one uh where they took uh OG host Fab Five Freddy around Compton. Yeah. That one, um what else? The one when they interviewed MC eight. Um car classic one is when uh leaders in the new school broke up on camera. I don't think you remember that. Yeah, I, uh, I remember that one. Like, uh, that's right. Yeah, that was yeah. with that by Freddie. Uh, they tried to, you know, the cameras tried to get in on their whole conversation. And then uh, yeah. I think it was Buster who told them not to record it. And then um, mm-hmm. next thing you know, they got back on camera. And he, I think it was Charlie Brown, one of the members. And you can just tell that something was wrong with, um, you know. Yeah. With uh, you know, his body language and you know his answers yeah. and, and everything like that. And that's crazy that it happened on camera for real. Right. I mean, it, it was it was sad to see them break up, but you know, yeah. um, but the silver lining in that it was we basically saw you know the rise of Buster Rhymes. That's true. Solo effort. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I ain't gonna lie, but my favorite episode of all time is when Fab Five Freddy fucking he interviewed Wu Tang, and Wu Tang was wearing all black hoodies. Like, oh, <laughs> that's when they had uh, the uh, the mask on too. Yeah, Ghostface was on a he was on a run. Yeah. Ghostface had the mask. Bro, come on, man. I, I gotta go back and watch that shit. That shit, that's probably the number one episode for me. Like, they like fucking 10 deep. All members, too. All Black ladies, like. All of them nice. Never be another group like it. Never. No weak links in the group. Even if you say you got you got can kill a lot of niggas too. Man. If, uh, for me, uh, like you said, uh, the finale that that's still one of the best um, freestyles in hip hop uh, period. Because, uh, like like I said, just just the well, I, I'll even read you the list. I mean, you had uh, Rock Him, you had KRS One, you had Chub Rock, you had uh, you had Eric Sermon, uh, Method Man, Red Man, uh, MC Search from Third Base. Um, I'm trying to remember who else. Uh, I think Schoolie D was a part of that too. Uh, but you know. Just, just incredible. Even, um, even the uh, the daily host Ed Lover, he got in and he dropped um, a freestyle uh, towards the towards the last few minutes of the final episode. Um, yeah, he did. Uh, even Flavor Flav tried getting getting in. Flavor Flav, Flavor Um. My bad. You get um, a lot of what. Also, a lot of people don't know that is that uh, Will Smith. Uh, I think that was one of his first TV appearances too, on that very first episode, along with uh, DJ uh, with DJ uh, Jazzy Jeff. Right. Yeah. I think that was one of his first TV uh, appearances. Um. Another moment, um, they were there when um, when hip hop decided to boycott the Grammys because uh, I remember the very first year they uh, introduced the rap category at the Grammys. Uh, everybody was all excited, but they decided not to air. So uh, MTV was there along with Fab Five Freddy to cover the whole boycott the Grammy party uh, that they threw. Oh uh, yeah. They did that. Also, a lot of people don't know uh, they discovered a young uh, Jennifer Lopez too. She was uh, long before she was an actor, a singer, and even a fly girl on In Living Color. Uh, she was a dancer for MC Hammer, and so um, somehow, some way, they discovered her uh, as Who a was? Jennifer Lopez. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, they discovered her um, on that show as well. Um, I'm also trying to think what else happened on that show. Uh, oh, uh, you can't forget that Lover Dance. That that's that's a classic moment right there. You know, that was classic. Uh, even uh, Queen Latifah, she dropped a, a, a freestyle uh, back then too. So uh, back when she back when she was rapping, yeah, so, uh, yeah, just just yeah, just classic moments uh, for the whole show. Uh, I think even James Brown uh, was was a guest on there too. How they got James Brown, I don't know, but. You know, uh, re- um, the late great James Brown, I believe he was on uh, Yo MTV Raps, which was um, crazy to see at the time. But um, oh, um, oh, and one more before I get into um, a, a real good question um, with uh, Dr. Dre, not not the Dr. Dre from NWA or the producer, the one y'all are thinking. Uh, him and Ed Lover, they took uh, Naughty by Nature's uh, OPP and they kind of remixed it to uh, with uh, You Down With MTV, which was, um, you know, them uh, ushering in the, um, I guess, the new phrase for the 90s back then, too. I think they even did a, a video for that, too. I'm not sure, but uh, I, I may have to look that up uh, as well. And we also talked about, uh, um, you know, t- Tupac uh, beating uh, Hughes Brothers on uh, Menace to Society and how that um, got him in trouble. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just 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 classic moments uh, nonstop. But um, just by, you know, looking and researching all this, it really had me thinking do you think Yo MTV Raps was the better show out of Rap City? With all the moments that we talked about, do you think it was? Was that the best? Was that the best episode, or what? Like, do you do you think uh, do you think Yo was the better show than Rap City? Oh, that's tough, bro. That's hard. That's hard to say because if it was for Oyo MTV Raps, it wouldn't be no rap city. They both two different, it's two different vibes, bro. They both was needed. That's hard to say, but I just like the vibe of I like both vibes. It's, they both were different. That Yo MTV Rap vibe, dude. That shit was just back at that time because you didn't, you couldn't like see Rap City was cool, but and it well they didn't have social media then either, but. But your MTV raps is like all you was you just reading shit off magazines. Mm-hmm. You see people in the magazines. That's it. You really wasn't seeing them outside for real, for real. So the fact that they on the show and you know when the album dropped, they just I don't know. It's different. Rap City though brought a whole new element. It kind of brought that same style in the house, but you just get the freestyle after the fact. And you do. I waited for that. Well, I waited for that commercial break to come back for the freestyle session. Mm-hmm. 
I be wanting to hear what Tigger got to say, because it got to a point where that nigga was eating up rappers in there. Pause. <laughs> he was just killing rappers in there. Like, and he wouldn't even try. He would just, you know, flow on. You know, got to, you know, just, say a little two just vibing, saying his little two cents. He promoted an album or something, and then he moved out the way. That's why he just wanted to rap and get out the way, bro. And I respect that. He ain't trying to overshadow. He ain't trying to overdo the artist. He just, let me spend a little bit, and I'm going to get out your way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like that. And then you got a mad link stuff. What fuck is a mad link? To be to be honest, I almost forgot about who came after Big Tim. Yeah, bro. I almost forgot. Cause you had fucking first you had uh Les Big Les. How fine ass. Big Leslie. And then you had Joe Claire. He was dope too. He was he was around ninety two, ninety three. And then you had no, no, Joe Clay might have been first, then Big Les. Big Les was, was no, uh, Big Les. Big Les was first. Okay then. Okay, Big Les was first. Okay. So she okay then Joe Clay, but she probably I think she came back because she was around the time. She came back, back around like base base era, ninety seven. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had Chris Thomas. You had uh, Hans Dobson. You had Prince Dejour. Uh, you had Joe Claire, uh, Big Les, Big Tigger, Matt Lynx, Jay Nix, and Q45. All oh, them niggas was garbage. <laughs> Jay Nix. Yeah. <laughs> Only see one nigga, the big ticket. <laughs> Out of that whole list you just made, I just seen one nigga. Nah, I like the Joe Claire era of Rap City. If yeah, I do too. Because at least with uh, with him. It wasn't just uh, the in-studio feel. At least with him, he, you know, he took the cameras. He took, uh, he he made it feel kind of like what what Yo! MTV was at the time back then. Yeah, he was going to. He took the cameras on location. Yeah. Or wherever they meet up, we met up at, yeah. He was outside. That's he was outside, too. I give her that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll I'll give uh I'll I'll have to say uh I'll give uh Joe Claire his respect uh right there too because you know at least he he tried to you know make it feel make the show feel different than you know being in studio and all that too. Uh, but oof. I'd, I'd have to think about this, too, but I would have to say, just barely, I would have to say Yo! MTV was the better show because, you know, not only did it give you that in-studio feel, 
Um, like I said, at least they, you know, went out to, you know, where the artists were. You got to see, you know, um, you know, where the artists was coming from. Uh, like we talked about, you know, with NWA taking viewers to, you know, Compton, seeing what it's like out there. Um, and if I remember from that interview, I re uh, weren't all of them wearing like bulletproof vests. Cause I I think Easy E he was uh he was wearing like a white bulletproof vest and the next thing you know uh, when they were coming back um, they were all riding around in like a fa uh, flatbed truck and uh, you know cars were just passing them uh, by too I I think yeah. all uh, all the members were wearing a, a bulletproof vest uh, during that interview but but I'm getting off subject um, that and you know uh, they. They even had a day where, you know, you get to see, you know, the uh, the rappers perform live, too. Um, I remember seeing Tupac uh, perform If My Homies Call um, on live Fridays back then. Um, even Mary J. Blige, she performed on live Fridays, uh, I believe, with uh, Grand Pooba. That's uh, yeah. what they did. Uh, What's the 411? Oh, that was hard. That's, that, a, good that's, that's too. a classic performance right that's there. That's a classic performance, too. That's when Mary first What's came the on. Huh? What's the 411, huh? I gotta go on. Yeah, that's that's a... Oh, man. That's a cool... And the from last year, the coming from last year, him and Zubabula, Polo... What's that? Polo Hefe, the top gear. Take no shots to the... Hey, well, like, Grand Pooba killed his verse. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was so smooth, bro. That nigga was rapping like five, bro. Right. Oh man, that was yeah. like that reminded me of Fife on a crazy, sexy, cool intro. Yeah, know, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember my mom. She had that album, and she played that album out to the point where I couldn't stand it no more. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, live uh, you had that live performance. Uh, you had uh, a tribe called Quest, you had uh, Ghetto Boys, you had uh, even Wu Tang performed on there too. Uh, Onyx at the time they performed Slam, um, with, with a little uh, makeshift audience as well, too. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I think that's what kind of, you know, set it apart from Rap City at the time, too, even though, you know, it was starting to get, you know, traction until, you know, uh, since everyone likes to call the big ticket era the golden era right there. But uh, I, I think, uh, you know, just them, you know, being different, you know, going on location, you know, with uh, N.W.A., you know, with uh, Fab Five Freddy, um, you know, going out to, you know, talk to Kid Frost and the Chicano uh, lowrider culture there too, the Ghetto Boys in Houston and, you know, things like that. It kind of, you know, opened the eyes to, you know, there's more than just, you know, New York hip hop. You know, you got, you know, the West Coast, you got them doing this, you got the Ghetto Boys, doing this as well too and you know I, I I can't think of another um video show at that time you know that you know broadcast that you know to a national audience too uh I I even think they went um 
uh, overseas to, you know, cover what was going on out there too. But uh, I'm, I'm not sure if they did uh, do that or not. But uh, anyway, um, you know. Oh, also, you know, uh, the cast of characters too. Um, not only um, when when they did the Daily Show, uh, you know, they had, you know, Ed Lover and Dr. Dre and um, I, I can't remember uh, the friend they had on the show, too. I can't remember his name, uh, but I know um, he um, all three of them, they, you know, tried to, you know, entertain the audience by, you know, doing different characters and things like that, too. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but um I, I I may just have to say, yo, MTV, uh, MTV Raps was, you know, just barely, uh, I'll say it again, just barely the better show than uh, uh, Rap City. So, um, but, you know, uh, shout out to yo, MTV Raps. Um, you know, again, check out uh, the reboot that's going on right now. Um, I just saw the first episode that had uh, Freddie Gibbs on there. Um, you can watch all those episodes on Paramount Plus. Um, oh, and before we move on, uh, give uh, give Fat Five Freddy, Ed Lover, Dr. Dre, give give them their respect, give them their flowers, man, because you know um, Fat Five Freddy, he he's been doing this. Um, he he's been associated with hip hop culture for the longest too. Um, what a lot of people don't know. Uh, he directed uh, Nas's uh, One Love music video. He directed uh, Snoop Dogg's uh, What's My Name video. Um, and, you know, uh, Ed Lover and Dr. Dre, uh, shout out to them, um, you know, just for, you know, holding the culture down, you know, those seven years, too. And um, also rest in peace to co-creator Ted Demi. Uh, who helped bring, you know, hip-hop to MTV back in the late 80s. So uh, rest in peace to him. Uh, anything else you want to add before we uh, get on to One Gotta Go? Jared. <laughs> Jared, you there? Oh, shoot. I, uh, I think we lost Jared, ladies and gentlemen. You. Uh, okay, there we go. We got him. You good? Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to add before we move on to uh, One Gotta Go? Nah. Um, well, yeah. Um, shout out to Conceited, Diamond Cuts, man. Um, hopefully they can bring back and revive it and make it interesting. And go to these different hoods. It's gonna be interesting for these new age rappers now. Right. And you know, it's gonna be interesting, man. It's that's a that's a hard act to follow for real, for real. But I think they can do it, man. Right. Like I said, give uh Fat Five uh Freddie his flowers too while he's still around. Give uh Hell yeah. Jack, give Ed Lover, give Ed Lover flowers. Dr. Dre. Man. Yeah, all them boys, they fired, man. They did just classic, classic episodes, man. Right. If I could just find those fucking episodes, like this, just the whole complete box set, like 
They need to do that. I mean, I don't care if they don't uh, have the music videos attached to them. Uh, but on, uh, but with the classic uh, episodes, uh, they have the original uh, videos attached to the episodes that they have posted online oh, or on uh, yeah. Paramount Plus, I should say. Oh, okay. Uh, but before we move on, I'll I'll um, I'll ask you one more question. Um, do okay. You, do you remember what the very first video on Yo MTV Raps was? I have no clue. Ever aired? I have no clue. The very first video was uh, Eric B and Rakim's "Follow the Leader." Very first video ever aired on Yo MTV Raps. So, Bob pitches like a photo. Sixes the photo and Mark pitches like a photo. I forgot what he said. Ah, oh, you kill that shit. Follow the leader. I gotta play that shit, bro. You can picture like a photo. And it was. It is still. It's still a good video. I mean, um, it didn't. I mean, I'm not saying uh, it didn't age well. I mean, it, it still <laughs> aged pretty good. But you know now. When you think of MTV and their standards and practices now, all you just see, you know, with them, um, you know, dressed like uh, uh, gangster uh, Chicago gangsters back then in the uh, 20s. And they got the machine, uh, the little toy machine guns and guns and all that, too. It's just like, wow, they kind of, you know, slid through uh, standards and practice and got this air. So it's like, damn. They did. They had to. But they had to. They couldn't just be regular with guns they had to they had to go into like a time they had to go into like a tap into like a time piece yeah you know what i'm saying my favorite my favorite moment is when he like when buddy was was uh shaving rakim and he and he nicked him and he grabbed his friends like what the fuck are you doing bro it's like <laughs> i always like that always made me laugh watching that watching that video yeah <clears throat> that one, uh, another one I was surprised was uh, Ice T's High Roller, because toward the end of the video, um, somebody just uh, literally runs up on Ice T, puts a gun right to his forehead, uh, but they don't show him pulling the trigger and killing him. Oh shit! I don't know if you remember that video. I don't. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look. I'll look that one. I'll look that one up, and I'll um, I'll, I'll send that to you. And um, and one more was uh, Cypress Hills. Um, How could I just kill a man? Oh, classic shit. I mean, you you will see people like uh, in footage, you know, holding and brandishing a gun. And you know, pulling the trigger, and you see the bullet, you know, popping out the gun, and all that too. So I'm just like, wow, I'm surprised that that got uh, that slid through uh, MTV and made it on air. Yeah, they finessed that one. Right. Really. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's let's get into um, let's get into one. Gotta go. Um, we got a, a real good one. Um, <clears throat> this one is, um, these are just artists that, well, some of the biggest names in art, um, 
in hip hop right now. And um, right now we're just, uh, what we're doing reverse one gotta go. It's uh, one can stay. Um, and these are artists that um, we can just listen to the music forever and a day and all three just gotta go. So for uh, the artists we got, we got Jay-Z, we got Kendrick, we got Nas and we got Drake. So out of those four, which one can stay? What you got, Jared? Choose one to listen to forever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Hove, man. Hove got so, just so much shit. His playlist is impeccable. Infinite verses. Just, yeah, I'm going to go with Hove, bro. It's just, so <laughs> just so much shit that he got in his catalog, bro. From features to, like, his shit. Classic albums, classic verses. Like, yeah, bro. I mean, everybody else is cool. Drake. Drake would be a good one, too. Nah. I got I got playlists of all these gentlemen on, you know what I'm saying, in my, in my Spotify individually. So, my Nas was pretty good, too. But, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Hove, bro. You can't you can't beat you can't beat the you can't beat Joe. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can't beat Jay Z, bro. You just you just too you just too golly, man. Mm-hmm. What you got? All right. Um. With Nas, I mean, uh, with some of his albums, they are good, but he, um, <clears throat> but he does have some bad ones that kind of outweigh it too. Um, uh, the the Kanye produced one that one kind of let me down since you know um, since Kanye was was in his bag at that time too. I mean, he he did a good job with uh, with Daytona at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Later on, he did uh, the Tiana Taylor album. Um, even though she didn't like it, it was a solid pr- uh, project from uh, that he produced off there. Um, yeah. But I f- kind of feel like with uh, Nas's uh, discography, I can um, you know I can live without. So I gotta eliminate Nas from that. Um, <coughs> Drake, he has. Um, uh, again, he he does have some solid projects. Um, I think the only miss that he has, in my opinion, is views. But um, again, I'd have to eliminate Drake from that one uh, from this list as well. Um, man, now Kendrick and Jay Z. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Right. Cause do you go with um, do you go with Jay Z, the man who is uh, steadily improving, you know, twenty five plus years later, and you know, rarely has a bad album, or do you go with Kendrick, who you know, who you know, still got a lot, um, still got a lot more years left in him, can still rap his ass off, still, you know, dropping great project after great project, so. It, it, it's 
it, it's real, real tough, but ah, uh, man. I may have to say, I may have to agree with you and go with Jay-Z and and listen to his uh, stuff forever. And uh, with Kendrick, I mean, uh, he, like I said, he has great project after great project. But um, I'm kind of going with Jay-Z because, you know, um, just to hear, you know, the evolution, uh, his evolution, you know, from Reasonable Doubt to 444, um it it's just incredible you know to you know go from you know the hustler the drug dealer um so on and so on to you know he's a married man a parent you know he he settled down and you know <clears throat> trying to you know teach the youth and you know give give us you know the uh, all this great advice is you know it it's just incredible you know and you know nobody would have thought you know, back, you know, 96, 97, you know, he, he'd be dropping something like 444 and now is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So it, it's, it's definitely incredible to, you know, see and hear um, how much, you know, he has changed, he's involved, uh, evolved and, you know, how much uh, great advice um, and great lyrics too. Um, and now, the, and the older I get, the more I think about you know. There's got to be a Jay Z lyric for everything that you're going through in life. I kind of feel like uh, whether you're pissed off, you uh, you're depressed because your woman left you, um, arguments with the girl and family, you know, whatever. I kind of feel like there's a Jay Z lyric for everything <laughs> that um, that you're going through, <clears throat> and so. With that, I kind of feel like um, with that, I'm I'm gonna have to uh, say Jay Z. He he gets the W on this one over Kendrick. So, um, you know, even though Kendrick, uh, like we talked about in the, on the last episode uh, with Mr. Morale, um, even though that's uh, his, you know, 444 right there for you know the 20 to 30 year olds uh, right there. Um, you know, it, it's uh, he he does have great projects, but in the end, you know, I think it's you know the um, the the catalog, the lyrics, the evolution that uh, takes uh, that gets Jay Z the win on this one. So uh, I'll, I'll agree with you and go with Jay Z on that one. Just the fact that the longevity aspect of it, like he just adapted to what was going on. Right, that's true too. And now that I think about it, with um, with uh, Kendrick's uh, Mr. Morale, um, now that I think about it, there's not one person from TDE on that album. There's no Absol, there's no uh, Schoolboy, there's no J Rock, nobody. Cause I can't think of a, I can't think, yeah, I can't think of nobody on there. No reason. So it's just like, damn. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, Jay-Z gets the win on this, um, <clears throat> which is, um, which is, uh, my pick. Uh, but anything else you want to add before we get on to, um, 
we get on to uh, shout outs and album recommendations. Yeah, shout out to all these artists, man. They like I said, they all on my playlist, my Spotify playlist. And every now and then I go to, you know, when I'm especially when I'm working, if I need a little bit of motivation, I might put on some Kendrick or whatever. If I'm feeling boss, you know, feel like a boss, I put on some hove, you know what I'm saying? Right. Talk, you know, talk that talk. So man, it just you get to the point where even if music is trash, bro, you ain't gotta listen to trash shit, bro. You can <laughs> your playlist. You you gotta you have the opportunity to make your playlist as far as you want it to be. Right. I mean, I recently uh, I just did an Alchemist produced uh, playlist on my Spotify. I, I'll send I'll too. send you that one if you want that one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Cause I did one, I did one, but yours might be far, more fire than mine, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you after the show. But uh, let, okay. let's go, let's go ahead and uh, get into uh, shout outs and album recommendations. Uh, go ahead, Jared. Uh, thank y'all for for listening, tuning into the podcast. Um, over the few, you know, past few months and. We go on episode three next month, and you just appreciate just all the love and people who tune in. We're really fans of this hip hop shit, man. And thank y'all, man. We came up with just just with just an idea, and then look what it turned into, man. Fifty one episodes, and that shit is fuck crazy. Right. Fuck it, crazy. Thank y'all. Um. Just be safe, man. Especially, man. Just, just people who you love, man. You cherish. Make sure you tell them that because there's people here today and gone tomorrow, or they could be here today and and gone today. They could be that fast. So just cherish the people you love, man. Cherish the people around you, and just be cautious, man. Be safe and don't do anything stupid, man. Um, let me see. Album. Okay, let me see. Okay, fuck it. Album recommendation. Recommendation. I must say. Um. Camera, come home with me. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um. It was on Rockefeller Records at the time. Um, single driven album. Um, it had old boy on there. Hey, my like the classic verse from Jay Z. Welcome to New York City. Um, it was just dope, man. This was like this is the album like we had with platinum. This was the album right before Diplomatic Immunity that came out the following year. I was a huge Dipset fan in high school. I know middle school, I was pretty much just South-driven. I was, you know, my No Limits, my Cash Monies, my Pastor Troy's, all my Georgia shit. Like, I would listen to all the South shit. But when I got into high school, it was all of North shit. I just got introduced to Jay-Z, Fab, Jada. Um, 
Dipset. I was I was probably the one of the few Dipset fans in high school because everybody was just so southern driven. Like just soft this, soft that. Me, I wanted to hear something different. So I would listen to dipset shit. Like them niggas were just they just dope to me, man. I, I got their style from them. Like the jersey shit. Like like they did it differently. Like I don't know everybody was wearing jerseys at that time, but they did it differently. Like they ran New York. That was what around oh five, oh four? Oh three. Oh three oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That diplomat was oh three. Hell yeah. They were just doing it, man. They was they him and them and G Unit was when Jay Z retired, it was them and G Unit taking the holding the New York flag. See the thing is between the difference between G Unit and Dipset, G Unit was more local. Dipset was worldwide. Dipset embraced everybody. They embraced I remember hearing T I was on a lot of this shit. Um, they embraced Paul Wall from Texas. They embraced um, Flip. They embraced um, Game from the West Coast. Like if you want, if you wanted to be get that New York stamp, you have to go through Dipset. That that's just what it was. Dipset just held the crown at that time. Like everybody, nobody wants to be like G Unit, but it's a Dipset in every city. <laughs> I remember females in school called they sell dipset. It's quicker females, like shit. Hell, I was dipset for Halloween like three years ago. So <laughs> I got the picture to prove that shit. So, but yeah, yeah, bro, like just. This the dope album, man. Like I said, oh boy, hey ma, classic songs, classic Joel's verses. Joel shined on that shit too. That's when he really, like, he really shined on that album. So go, go listen to that. Go, go ahead, Nick. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Kyle. Um, he's still out here doing his uh, DJ thing. Uh, go check him out uh, if you're in Hinesville, Georgia. Uh, go check him out. Um, I mean, I, I think ain't he just uh bouncing all over the place with his uh DJing gig now? Yeah, I think he's I think he's gig I think he's booked. He has a gig every night. I think something like that yeah, for a couple hours. I forgot what the spot is, but yeah, he's 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 pretty much DJ very frequent, very frequent. Yeah, yeah. Um. If if you got a party that's in need of a DJ, uh, book book a homeboy Kyle before he gets uh, before he gets too big to too too book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> DJ Young Frankie, that's his name. Yeah, shout out to him. Um, I know if you were on, he want he want us to promote his uh, sister's wine. Um, Since, yeah, and yeah. Dot com, uh, go pick you up a bottle. Uh, he'll he'll want us to tell you that. Uh, uh-huh. Shout out to um, like I, like I said last uh, on the last episode. Shout out to everybody who's graduating or is done with school uh, class of twenty twenty. 
congratulations to y'all. Enjoy the summer. Uh, just pl- just be fucking safe out here, folks. Because I mean, with all these shootings that are going on and and all this this crazy shit, ju- just please be be safe. Be careful. Be aware of your surroundings. Um, I, I, we can't stress that enough. So you know, please be safe out here this summer. Um, uh, shop, shop the Low End Marauder store. I'll put the link in the um, link in the description. Uh, follow us on socials at uh, uh, Low End Marauders. We're on Facebook too. Uh, we got a shop button there as well. Uh, click on it, get your shirt, um, and things like that. Um, album recommendation. Um, you know what? It, it's been a minute since I did an old school album. So for this episode, um, I'll give you one. Uh, let's go back to 1994 with uh, Jeru de Damages, The Sun Rises in the East. This one is uh, this Ooh. one is kind of an underappreciated album, in my opinion. Um, it had just just some great songs on here too. Uh, I remember hearing uh, the original back on Grand Theft Auto Four. That was on uh, one of the old school hip hop radio stations they had there uh, too. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, Mental Stamina with uh, uh, Afura. Um, Classic, um, classic joint. You can't stop the profit. Produced by DJ Premier. Uh, my mind spray. Um, come clean. Uh, just a, a dope New York, um, New York project from him to write. Um, uh, right there. Um, I think he came out of the Gangstar camp uh, with uh, him and uh, with DJ Premier and Guru. Uh, I want to say that, but uh, oh, oh, he did. He came out of that uh, camp, that little camp that they had right there. I, I think. Uh, he did. I think, but I'm not sure though. You gotta. Yeah, I, I, I want to say he came out of that uh, that gang star camp that uh, they had back in the early to mid '90s, but uh, but. Uh, yeah, go check out um you um uh, not you can't stop the prophet uh the sun rises in the east by uh Gerard and Damager. um still still a great album so go check that out but um other than that anything else y'all want to uh you want to add before we get on out of here? No, we can go ahead and roll, bro. All right. Um, as always, we thank y'all for tuning in and listening to us. Um. We'll see you in two weeks for another new episode of the Lower Marauders podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We out. Peace. Peace. The Low End Marauders podcast is hosted by Kyle Bill, Jarrett Knox, and me, Nicholas Rawls. Our in and outro music, Fat Albert and Rudy, is by Ninth Wonder. Be sure to follow and talk to us on Instagram and Twitter at Low End Marauders. Plus, stop by our, our online shop and buy some merch to show your support for the show. Check the show notes for the link to the store. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, drop us a review. Why? Reviews are what helps get the show more attention. So don't be shy. 
to leave us a review and don't be afraid to say what you want to hear from us on future episodes as well. Also, don't forget to follow and subscribe to the show so that way you know when new episodes are released and that way you can stay updated with us and the show. All right, everyone, that's it for us. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Peace.